Am I supposed to be that low? Oh, we're framed kind of wide. Oh, balls. I don't think it's too late for us to fix it. Oh, welcome to the WAN Show, ladies and hey. gentlemen. Hey, we got a great show for you all today. Lots of good topics. Man, there's a lot of hazardous tech going around. Yeah. Alexa apparently tried to electrocute a child by advising them to do something spectacularly dangerous. Also, Asus has apparently recalled the Z690 Hero motherboard due to it being a Fire hazard. What else we got? Is there any good news this week, Luke? Please. Uh, TikTok passes Google as the most visited website. I said good news. Is that, is that good news? Could you please give me some good is news? Is that fantastic? Um, also, there's an incredibly fast SSD from Intel. PCIe Gen 5, ladies and gentlemen. And Ryan Shroud is stoked. Yeah. Good old Ryan Shroud from yeah. PC Perspective. <clears throat> Intel from Intel. <laughs> All right. Let's roll that intro. Milk chocolate with caramel and welcome sea back. salt. That yeah, hey, welcome back, Anthony. I'm glad you were able to get back. Anthony was like stuck because oh. I don't know if you guys saw that like flights were canceled because like airlines don't have enough staff and stuff. Apparently, my head's been under a rock. And yeah, no, the whole either. the whole travel industry has been completely screwed. Apparently, Hong Kong's like crazy draconian um, quarantine rules make it so that any pilot that like lands there like has to quarantine immediately. So like some pilots for, I think it's Cathay Pacific are just spending basically their whole life in quarantine. They're like ble bleeding pilots like crazy. Is it Cathay? I can't remember. It's, it's one of the, uh, it's one of the like trans-Pacific uh, like Asian airlines. Right. Anyway, let's jump right into the big topic today. Hey, thanks Alexa. Uh, Amazon's voice assistant was asked for a challenge to do by a 10 year old girl. Alexa responded with, Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet. <laughs> then, okay, touch a penny to the exposed prongs. Smart. Now, Good. I want to yes. make it really clear that Linus Media Group, The Wan Show, Luke Lafreniere Incorporated, whatever. Sure. Uh, every, yeah. possible, every possible personal and legal entity involved in this show does absolutely not recommend doing that. <laughs> That is a very, very bad idea. At, yeah. at worst, you could, well, no, at best, let's start with at best. At best, you could create an extremely loud noise and uh, an arc. Well, it's not even an arc. That's just conduction. Yeah. So at, at best, you could create an extremely loud noise and blow your circuit breaker. At worst, you could start a house fire and, you know, everyone could die in the building. I think it does say, I think it does say, no, it says then touch. So you're still holding it too. I, I guess so. so. So you could burn your, your fingers. That would be pretty bad yeah, too. Yeah, be pretty rough. So this is currently known as the Penny Challenge. It started on TikTok and other social the media roughly. website. The most viewed website. Thank you, Luke. That's very helpful. No problem. Uh, roughly a year ago, Inside Edition did a report on it in January. And crazily enough, it's not even the stupidest thing that's ever been a social media trend. Um, I mean, have you Tide seen... Tide Pods? Uh, yeah, Tide Pods was pretty good. Did you see the one where people were, like, building human pyramids? 
and like getting seriously injured falling off of them because they have no training whatsoever no. and stuff like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, Amazon quickly responded after being made aware of the issue. Customer trust is at the center of <laughs> everything we do. Is it? Is it though? Is it really? And Alexa is designed to provide accurate, relevant, and helpful information to customers, said Amazon in a statement. It must not be designed very well. As soon as we became aware of this error, we took swift action to fix it. Mm. So, I mean, here's the question though. Realistically, how do you, how do you thread that needle between providing you know, up-to-date, trendy information to your users and making sure that you don't advise them to do something that hasn't been vetted by some kind of like safety panel. Well, you could, yeah, you could hire people um, to make sure that what it says isn't super stupid. Sorry, you mean hire people to develop an AI to make sure that it's not stupid? No, 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 no. Uh, I, I genuinely think, in, especially in regards to any form of advice or su like suggestion that isn't a product, I think that should really be filtered through people. Like reading this was, I, w I was stunned that this actually made it through. And this, this, this almost made me think like, I know there's a lot of people that are, that are against the idea of um, automated cars driving on roadways right now, mm -hmm. um, especially extremely like still in testing versions, Yeah, which there's quite a bit of. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Like, do we have that same type of issue with suggestions that could go to your kids to plug things into walls and electrocute themselves? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna beta test, you know, uh, an autonomous vehicle with your children in it, you might as well you might as well like put pennies in <laughs> put pennies in, in wall, sockets. wall sockets. <laughs> not advice. This is not <laughs> advice. Yeah, I just this is nuts. I I don't know. Um, I, I I really think like AI is not there yet to be able to automatically detect if a suggestion that it could make for a challenge or something like that could be extremely dangerous to you. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I don't even think we're necessarily close. There's a lot of like understanding that it would have to have about the world. Now here's something I want to know. It, what are the odds that, you know, Left to her own devices, this kid wouldn't have come up with something worse on her own. I mean, I did some stupid stuff, like playing with fire when I was a kid. But that's that's external, though. This this is a suggestion coming from a from a company's product. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's not just dumb kid doing dumb thing. Yeah. Okay, right. that's fair. I, I'm yeah. lucky to be alive. Truthfully, <laughs> I grew up in the boonies. All yeah, right. You do some stuff. We when weren't you grow allowed up in the to boonies. watch TV until after everyone had finished their dinner, and I had I had a sibling who was one of those, a slow eater. Ah. Yeah. Kindred spirit. I had a I had a slow eater <laughs> sibling, and we we had a rule: not only could you not watch TV until everyone was done their dinner, you actually could not leave the dinner table until everyone was done their dinner. So you know how I eat. Yeah. I think the only person in this building who eats faster than me has got to be David Gauthier. Oh, Have wow. you seen that man consume food? I don't think so. It's, uh, well, you've pro you blink and you miss it. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Like, he inhales food. <laughs> anyway, the, the point is, like, I'm, a, I'm an efficient eater. For me, eating is not about, like... I love that that you know, audio is coming through right to my ears. Yeah, yeah. It, look, it's not about this. It's not about an experience. This is about yeah. how many calories and of the correct vitamin nutrient mix sure. I am ingesting yeah. and depositing into my 
stomach. Move on to other tasks. Yeah, so we, I can go do something else, please. I vaguely remember us having somewhat similar rules, and then my family just getting really frustrated with how slow I ate, and then we just abandoned all of them. I'm pretty sure that happened. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that happened. I wish that had happened for, for years. <laughs> for years, I had to wait for my sister to finish her food, and I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I should be able to leave. <laughs> like, I know the idea is that as a family, you sit down and enjoy a meal together. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> I'm not talking to any of you because I'm sitting here stewing. I'm festering. I'm furious. I want to leave now. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, yeah, you know, we, you, you're we mentioning stupid things you did when you were a kid. I, I, was in, um, I was in this camp thing. I don't remember exactly what it was, but we were... We were out camping for a weekend. Uh, my, my parents weren't there. It was just like the troop or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I caught some kids that were <laughs> that were trying to... Um, this is going to sound ridiculous. Okay. Screechers and hammers, right? No. no okay. No. Something else. They were finding really, really, really small like twigs and sticks and then wrapping duct tape around it, lighting it on fire and trying to smoke it. <laughs> And I caught what them doing of, that. What kind was of kids like, were you hanging what around? What the with? heck are you doing? <laughs> and I like, I I told them, I guess, because like, and I, that isn't. I wouldn't even normally tell them people that were screwing around, but this was just so absurd that I was like, someone else has to know about this. So I told them, them, and then like, if I remember correctly, both I and all of them got like yeeted out of the camp. I think you did. I think I got yeeted out because my mom heard about it. And was just like, no, <laughs> if that kind of stuff is going on, I'm taking him out now. I don't think I was like kicked out by the camp. I think my mom was just like, this is done. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> I could see your mom doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I but yeah, that's that's that. probably the most ridiculous individual thing that I remember any kids doing when we were growing up. Okay, okay. For <laughs> shrug IDK, that's not tattletailing. Okay, so. So we actually have there's talked... There's like, there's a scale. Yeah, yeah there, no, no, there's a, there's a line, okay? So tattling is telling on someone just to be mean. If something is legitimately dangerous, then it's not tattling, it's alerting the appropriate authorities, which yeah. is not the same thing. Yeah. And if someone is actually inhaling, like, burnt duct tape, duct tape. fumes... Like, I, I was thinking, like, permanent damage... Like, you know? Like, you're gonna screw your brain up or something. And I, I was a kid, and even then I was like, this is... You don't grow up properly from this. <laughs> oh like, man, something bad is happening. Luke, here. the stories are the stories are coming in. We got handsome Harold <laughs> over in float plane chat. Goes one kid in a high school in my town tried smoking weed in a bounce dryer sheet so they wouldn't smell like weed. <laughs> ended up in the hospital. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh no, Jaden! Kids in my grade eight class crushed up rocket candies and snorted them. Okay, so for the Americans out there, those are what you know as Smarties. Smarties, yeah. Yeah, so they're those little like powdery, uh, circular candies that come in the little wrapper like this. They're called rockets here, uh, snot rockets apparently from uh, at Jaden's school. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really awful. Um, okay, so. But yeah, I don't know. I, I took part in in many a mischief and witnessed many a mischief and did not did not tell. But most of them were just like kids screwing around. Yeah, you know? yeah. Not like potentially permanent brain damage from inhaling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um. So <laughs> Twitch chats like, yeah, who didn't snort Smarties? Like <laughs> typical Twitch chat. 
Typical Twitch chat, you know, YouTube chat, float plane chat. They're like, oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's like super weird. That thing that happened one time. Twitch, Twitch chat's, chat's like, like, I'm doing it now. This is totally normal. This is a trend on the platform right now. Who isn't snorting Smarties and Rockets? <laughs> it's the best. Oh, man. Uh, once again, I would like to just point out that we do not, in fact, endorse any of this behavior. None of this. None at all. Yeah, the, the only things you should be snorting are, are good old-fashioned oxygen-nitrogen carbon dioxide mixtures, all right? Nice. Ah! Very good. Love it. All right, let's uh, jump into our next topic here. More dangerous technology. Asus has apparently recalled ah. their ROG Z690 Hero motherboard. We actually... Bad timing. Uploaded a video featuring this motherboard right around the time the recall was sort of happening. Oh, Obviously, no. we recorded the video way before, but there are at least six reports of these motherboards allegedly. I mean, it's not really allegedly at this point. Asus has actually like initiated a recall. Yeah, uh, yeah. Catching on fire. Six reports now. Oof. Like, how are you supposed to? How are you supposed to get the error code? Okay, what, what's the I was on fire error code, Luke? Uh, let me just Google uh, Asus error code fire. Yeah, 666. That's the one, right? It's, I'm sorry, we're in a hellish inferno here, boys. <laughs> just adds a number. Oh, man, I heard the best joke the other day. Mm. But I'm going to tell it to you later. Oh. So just remind me to tell you a joke. Okay. Okay. On show or? On show, on okay, show. Okay. So Reddit user, the Max XHD posted 13 days ago about how they had a board fail. They bought a new one, rebuilt the system with a new power supply as well, only for that board to fail too. So users either get code 53 indicating a memory issue or the unlucky ones, uh, the board melts or catches on fire. Nice. Uh, Buildzoid from Actually Hardware Overclocking thinks it's a capacitor being installed backwards. Uh, dun, 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 dun. In pictures of the boards, he points out that in some cases, the polarity stripe on a capacitor near the memory and error LED is on the other side. Apparently, Jace Two Cents also agrees that that is probably what's going on. That's a little awkward. Um, yeah. So this could be due to bad quality control at the factory or using multiple sources for capacitors, so they look slightly different. But if you bought an RG Maximus Z690 here, you can check the serial number at ASUS's support page. Um, our discussion question for this one from Nicolas Plouf is, how many motherboards have Linus and Luke seen fail over the years? And what is up with this past year or two being so bad? I actually don't even know if this past Huge year notes. or two was even so bad. I'd, I'd yeah. say... I'd say we've seen like a ton of, of motherboard failures over the years. The problem for us, though, is that we never have a significant enough sample size to say, okay, uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. There, there, have been some, there have been some dud motherboards over the years. And actually, the worst one that I'm aware of that ever existed was another one from ASUS. Um, well, if you, if you did IT work back, back when you and I were growing up. Then yeah, it was in the Enforce days. Well, well, uh, liquid caps, right? Mm, yeah, that too. Okay, so that goes back a little bit farther, yeah. But, like, I, I worked with those a lot back when I used to work in computer repair. Like, a huge percentage of the time. One of the standard things I would do is if someone was like, yeah, my computer's not turning on, I'd take the side panel off and look for, like, leaking caps. Yeah. Because that was just so common back in the day. So, yeah, lots of motherboards. I've seen lots and lots of motherboards fail. It's It's been kind of a thing for a long time where you just, you know... There's a chance your motherboard's going to fail, but your CPU probably won't. 
Yeah, well, that's uh, we've got a video coming about that quite soon, actually, where we, we try to figure out what is the best used CPU to buy. Mm. And... You know, I think a big, yeah, I'm assuming you guys go over this in the video, but a big factor of that is going to be how much the motherboard exactly, costs. Exactly, because yeah, yeah. that's that's enormous, right? Because you you might be tempted to go buy the $20 overclockable Xeon on eBay, but you might not realize, oh, shoot, I'm going to need $60 RAM to get this going and an $80 motherboard. And meanwhile, I could have just spent $60 or $70 on you know a, a first-gen Ryzen and then I could buy a brand new board that doesn't have, you know, a ton of years on it already. Super sus, I yeah. could buy DDR4 memory instead of, like, old DDR3 memory that, for whatever reason, is as expensive, if not more so. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting way better performance. And so it ends up having a ton of really cool lessons in it. So one is how to bargain shop, right? Nice. So not just Always looking good. at components in isolation. And then the other cool lesson that we accidentally drove home was that Alex uh, overclocked all the platforms because... By his logic, if you're trying to squeeze the absolute most out of an aging platform, you should absolutely be overclocking it. So he ended up with, I think it's either three or four different CPUs that all happened to cap out around four gigahertz. And we did a video recently talking about how gigahertz doesn't matter. And in the video, this is so, oh, it's so, it's so hard to have these conversations. In the video, I'm at one point I say, so gigahertz does matter. And I go on to explain how assuming identical architectures Right. That is yeah. still a useful way that you can differentiate between one chip and another one. And the comment section is full of people being like, yeah, he even admits it. Gigahertz does matter. I'm going to continue to shop with gigahertz. And anyway, <laughs> um, as, part of, as part of working on this video, we ended up sort of accidentally proving once again that gigahertz is not a particularly meaningful measure of a CPU's performance. It is only an indicator that we can look at alongside many other indicators. That is that is the only that is the only way that it is it is useful. That's cool. <sighs> that sounds like a good video. Um, Mike says on. LTT profit hat, like the new era sports ones. I want also for cybersecurity show idea from last week. Linus sec tips, sec tips. <laughs> Okay. Sex security. Yeah, we're just yeah. getting some getting some merch messages incoming. I unfortunately oh. do not have a <clears throat> I do not have any products to launch this week. We have actually I'm gonna let you guess. I'm gonna let you guess. How many containers of products do you think we have sitting in the port oh. waiting to be unloaded? Three. Higher. Really? <laughs> Whole containers. Whole containers, boys. Five. 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 Five containers. Oh Five containers. Goodness. That's so much. Oh. I am so frustrated. There are many products that we are supposed to be launching or restocking that we are not launching and not restocking. I'm going to check my email from Nick that has my weekly sadness report um, <laughs> because the, the, the stuff never comes. So here's everything that is just sitting in a container. WAN pants, nice blank pants. So we're gonna start doing some like printed design pants. Okay. Um, blank T-shirts, extreme edition pillows, AMD edition pillows, including Threadripper pillows. Cool. Our Swacket restock, our WAN hoodie restock, and our cable ties. All of that is supposed to be coming like like imminently. 
So, you know, January is going to be a busy month. It's going to be a busy month. It's going to be good stuff. I, look, guys, I know. Oh, oh, shoot. I was supposed to talk to Kyle about the screwdriver. Okay, Luke can handle this next topic on his own. I was reminded by True Serang. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to look at the ratchet. Maybe I'll bring it down. I'll bring it down. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, if Kyle's still here, I'll bring it down. We'll talk about it. Uh, can I talk about the TikTok thing? Yeah, sure. TikTok on top surpasses Google as most visited website. Cloudflare has declared them the new winner. Uh, da, 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 da. In Feb February 17th, 2021, they held the top spot, but for only a day. They continued to gain more days on top of that in March and May as well. By August 10th of 2021, it was leading on most days. Uh, part of the rising success of this could be attributed to Biden lifting the ban on TikTok that Trump previously had in place. Uh, the ban was lifted in June. More than one billion users sign in to TikTok monthly, primarily teens and children. The top 10 visited websites in 2021, according to Cloudflare, are TikTok, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, YouTube, Twitter, and WhatsApp. There's genuinely some surprising ones to me on there. I'm kind of surprised how low YouTube is. Microsoft being so high is very weird to me. Top 10 visit website, Microsoft. Odd. I know like MSN.com uh, would be the default for Edge browser, but like genuinely not that many people run that anymore. It's very interesting. Uh, discussion question is, will the older gen generation eventually take over TikTok like it did with Facebook or will it simply die like Vine? I don't think it's going to die like Vine. Um, it might, it might. I, I know a number of people, including myself, I, I avoided installing TikTok up until this news came out. And I was like, man, if it's more popular than, than Google, uh, I don't want to be too much of a boomer, so I should probably just install it. Uh, so I installed it, and then I opened it once, and I closed it, and I haven't opened it again. TikTok? Yeah. It's not that bad. I'm just... I just don't really care. I saw this TikTok. It was like how how girls pick up clothes, and she was all like, "Okay, here's how here's how sexy girls do it," and she's like, da, da, da. and then she's like, "Here's how I do it," and she picks it up with her foot and goes like this. And it was like, okay. it entertained me for about nine seconds. That was good. Yeah, I I have to admit I haven't really looked at it since then though. I was just saying I I know both myself and a few other people have installed it since this news came out. Just mm -hmm. deciding, like, you know what? If it's passing Google, I don't want to be that much of a boomer. I do really question how this data is tracked and stuff. I haven't, I haven't read into it super deeply. I mean, it's Cloudflare, so you'd think they've done like a fair probably due a pretty good job. But like, are they really capturing all the times? Like, are they counting? If I search on my phone by not op opening a website, but just typing in the search and mm -hmm. search that way, or search with voice or something like that, is that counting? I don't know. Probably not. You know who's great maybe, though on TikTok. So I, I had no idea that she was a TikToker at all because I don't know TikTok, but she's local. Her name's Call Me Chris. Well, her name's Chris, but her handle is Call Me Chris. And so as part of like, I I, I think I should vet people that we collab with from now on. Um, yeah. So I was like, hey, what's she like? She's hilarious. Uh, cool. She's like local. We're going to do a video with her probably sometime January, February. Nice. She's had a lot of the same problems as me. Um, that's what's delayed the collab. Because just construction and permit nightmare, 
um, she's like moving into a new place or something. So uh, yeah, we're, we want to set up her new place with like this ultimate gamer space. Nice. So she can get more into streaming and, and stuff like that. Cool. And so we we like announced it two or three months ago and people were like, hey, are you guys ever going to do that collab with Call Me? Yes, yes. So we've... <laughs> we've been busy. Yeah, we've only like had one call talking about it and then um, some of the guys on my team have kind of worked on sort of laying out the space and and uh you know what it's going to look like but because it's not, not finished we can't can't do it so we're definitely still working with her she's amazing um yeah so so there you go that's one worthwhile thing to watch on tiktok or you can do what i did and just go on her youtube channel and just watch the compilations yeah I, I, okay i don't get tiktok I are you, are you surprised <laughs> okay are you surprised by this list because i kind of was tiktok number one yeah google number two facebook number three Microsoft? Sorry, wait, what? Does that include like Microsoft Live services? Like like Xbox? Like Microsoft. I mean, is Hotmail still a thing? Yes. I mean, well, I, it's, it's I Outlook. Outlook. Yeah. I, Outlook. Yeah. Uh Apple is next, then Amazon, then Netflix, then YouTube. Why do people okay, so here's something that confuses me a little bit. Why do people need to go to Apple's website? Yeah, I don't know. This is what like I, I don't I don't know what all this like, is. Like, does this include like Siri queries? That, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't a, know. I, ha I haven't like dove into iCloud, this enough. iCloud like, uploads. I feel like I'm seriously missing some intense information because like Apple existing there at all is weird. Is, is the is the App Store? Does that <laughs> does that count? <laughs> Lego Pando for and Twitch telemetry. That's half the Microsoft <laughs> <laughs> and Apple. Oh, oh no. Man. Uh, yeah, Amazon, then Netflix. I'm genuinely surprised that Netflix gets more visits than YouTube. Seems kind of weird to me. Yeah, is it is this in gigabytes or is this in yeah, like, like what, like what query is this? count? Because, um, yeah, App Store. Jaden says yeah, App Store could be huge, but like, is that is that a visit or is that like like to me visiting Facebook? Like the kind of interaction you're going to do on Facebook should not count the same as visiting the app store and like downloading an app. That's not, in my mind anyway, that's not the yeah. same kind of interaction with a service or with a website. So, so I just brought up Cloudflare's page on this. In yeah, 2021, here. the internet went I gotcha. for TikTok space and beyond. I scrolled down, kept going, blah, 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 blah. Top 10 most popular domains which is a little bit more specific. Okay. And it's Microsoft.com specifically. Uh, Mills Jonah on Floatplane says it's DNS queries. Yeah, because it's it's the okay. second they said domains, I was like, oh. So basically, it's really not that meaningful then. No. All right. It's not. Well, why don't we move on and do <laughs> a, a couple of the curated merch messages here. John S. asks, when will the next Scrapyard Wars happen? Honestly, I think Scrapyard Wars is retired. I think it's old Yellard. I think it's. I think. I think it has not only uh, stayed its full welcome. I think it overstayed its welcome. I think the last series overstayed was, by one season. Yeah, maybe even two. I think the last couple were honestly not up to the standard. And there's a, there's so many problems with continuing to do it. I mean, problem number one is that we're we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas to continue to put a new spin on it. Problem number two is that the used market 
It's just ruined. It's destroyed. When we started Scrapyard Wars, the used market was vibrant. You could get such amazing deals, man. Such amazing Someone deals. Someone literally pointed out that the, the, the graphics card that I bought in the first Scrapyard Wars, it was something like eight years later was the same price. Wow. Like just... What yeah, the heck? that actually makes sense. What card was that? It was a 290. Yeah. How much is a two? Holy crap. I'm doing it. How much is an R9 290 on eBay? I'm afraid. Holy crap. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to check How if much they've actually sold. For? We got to check if they actually sold, Luke, because the first, the first Scrapyard Wars, we had a $300 Canadian Canadian Imagine being able to budget. buy a legit gaming computer we for 300 bucks. An entire Canadian. gaming machine, each of us, for $300. And you had a better GPU, right? You had the R9 290, and I had something lesser, but I had like a better CPU. What we ended right? up figuring out was if we mashed our two computers together and actually spent, I think it was like $330 or something, yeah. it was like a really legit computer. But but your GPU was a little pinner. System overall was better. Yeah. And my GPU was jacked, but my platform was worse. It was terrible. It was yeah, right, right. Worse. I remember yeah. you saying, like, mine was, like, you wouldn't even consider daily driving no. yours, whereas mine was, like, probably actually it was reliable. A solid computer. But yeah. yours just, like, absolutely creamed mine in terms of performance. <laughs> Holy crap. This is a parts card for $93. For parts, Luke. Oh, that's horrible. It's only 90 bucks, 90 bucks. As is $80. Holy Man, the first crap. episode of Scrapyard Wars has over 6 million views. That's pretty solid. That's insane. That is freaking insane. The first episode of Scrapyard Wars was in 20... What, what, what year was it? 2015? No. What oh, year yes. was it? Yes, it was 2015. 2015. Yeah. We did it from the house. Yeah. We were in the house in 2015? You know, it's almost 2022, right? <laughs> Just saying. Ooh, I thought we were out of the house before 2015. So that's problem number two with Scrapyard Wars. Um, that We basically can't get a better deal today than we could get <laughs> yeah. seven years ago. And, um, and then, like, back then when we could say, like, $300 budget and it was actually interesting, that was cool. But now the market's so messed up that, like, what would you even say? What budget would you give? I don't even know. Because everyone everyone is so like attuned to the value of used hardware now that there's no such thing as getting a deal. No. Right? Yeah, that's that's the other thing. It's it's not cool. You're not going to find a cool deal. Like it's it's just you're just going to pay some like some uh scalper. That's that's almost certainly what's going to happen. And then problem number 3 is that both Luke and I are so recognizable anywhere where computer hardware is involved that going incognito is basically impossible i, I remember during the one with uh with jay and uh oh, who else participated in that one dimitri and dimitri that's right the one with jay and dimitri um i was just i was walking down the street in like a hat and sunglasses and wearing uncharacteristic clothing i was wearing shorts like i was trying to kind of go incognito and someone just barely even looking just out of the corner of their eye like hey stop linus and i'm sitting here going why do i even bother <laughs> what is even the point of anything 
because I, I can't I can't maintain a low profile anymore. And this isn't just like, oh, humble brag, Linus, oh, too famous, because it's not even like that. If I go to a Home Depot, the odds of anyone knowing who I am is pretty low. <laughs> Whereas if I show up at, you know, a Best Buy, the odds of someone knowing who I am is pretty high. It's just a matter of like being well known within within this like hyper focused vertical and then literally no one else on the face of the earth giving any hoots whatsoever but it does mean that you know, while i could probably do storage wars or you know makeup makeup haul competition without it being a problem because one of the rules of scrapyard wars and i think it's a fundamental rule i think it's an important rule one of the rules of scrapyard wars is you can't use your influence oh, to get yeah. a deal yeah um it's become basically impossible for me to not do it because even if I don't ask people, even people who know Scrapyard Wars, they'll be like, hey, I know you're not allowed to do this, but I could totally cut you an awesome deal. I totally want you to win. I'm like, no, stop. Now I can't take it. Yeah. You know? And I know they, I know they mean well, and I appreciate you, fam, but, oh, man, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying here. <laughs> so, I'm really trying to find the price that I got that 290 for, but I can't find it. Uh, it's probably, it's gotta be in there somewhere. Someone in the comments said, uh, this show is amazing. I can't believe this is from six years ago. I can't believe Luke got an R9 290 for under $78 USD, but that doesn't sound right. There's That's no gotta way. be right. $300 budget, Luke. We only had to do the tower that, that time. We didn't have to do peripherals, Yeah. but like case, power supply, CPU, memory, mother, like, yeah. I don't know. They it were was, dirt it cheap. It was crazy, though. It was crazy. Those those cards were dirt cheap. Nobody wanted them. Yeah. Nowadays, people are desperate for anything they can game on. Intel has to be the savior. I don't see any other way out. I mean, I, I was literally having this conversation with someone, I think it was my brother, a couple days ago, where I went like, hopefully Intel comes in, and then they just, you know, they get more GPUs per wafer, yeah. and... Yeah. Everything's okay. That's but what like, we need because right we now, need volume. Yes. We yeah. don't need more like RTX 3090s. No. What we need is a whole bunch of like 3050 class cards. 30, we, need, 50, 30, 60, we need an absolute just... flood of them. So people have something, something to game on. And I was talking to you about this. I, I think it got to be two, two, three days ago or something. We were playing Halo. And I was talking about how I'm like, I'm like, happy and also really frustrated that halo is is it it looks really good but yeah. it's really hard to run on your system and like I, w I feel like i was asking for that for years and we weren't getting it and now there's this insane hardware shortage and no one can build computers and we get halo and it's really hard to run and i'm like ah it came up on. because my son joined us for a halo gaming session oh, and yeah. it was running kind of crap on my wife's machine yeah. i was sitting there going well, this thing has like an rtx 2080 in it Unfortunately, it's also running an ultra wide that's 3840 by 1600. Yeah, I figured out that problem after because okay. I was, I mean, we, yeah. we'd already been waiting around for game patches and everyone getting into Discord, blah, blah. So I just wanted to get, get going. So I just kind of cranked down the details. I was like, I'll look at this later. But I didn't realize her panel was so high resolution. She's only running an <laughs> RTX 2080. I, and I know, I know, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hold on, everyone. I, I know. Only RTX 2080 in a pr pretty privileged position here. But that game is flipping demanding. Yeah, and when you try to run it on 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 that resolution, it's it's gonna be real tough. Yeah, I know I know people with like thirty nineties that struggle because they have like ultra wides or whatever, and and Halo just like I don't know I'm running four K everything. 
I'm running 4K on my 3090. It's like fine. I, don't know. I mean, it depends on what kind of FPS you're going for. Like if you're if that you're trying to it. hit. I, no, I'm trying to think. Like if you, yeah, no, mine's 120 hertz, 120 hertz, 4K. That's about as bad as it gets. What frames are you getting though? I actually don't know. It's smooth though. It's really, it's really smooth. I don't have frame view up. Uh, we've got a couple, a uh, couple other merch messages here. Oh, where'd the curated ones go? Whoopsie daisies. Uh, Matt M, longtime listener, first time caller, finishing up his and hers gaming setups. Uh, any cool. plan on doing a reviewing your setups video soon? I like your funny words, Magic Man. Um, you know what's really <laughs> funny is I've been extremely resistant to doing those videos. Jake has basically grabbed my arm, wrenched it behind my back both times to convince me to do that. It just it feels like cheap, unnecessary filler content, but people love it. People love it. Yeah, I know. You gotta I, get over that a little bit. I know. I know. <laughs> I just I always. I, re I respect the I res I deeply respect the dedication to like trying to keep highbrow stuff every time. But well, it doesn't have to be highbrow, but high I like, I like to do something new. Sure. I don't like to retread old territory, but it gets hard when you've done like 4,000 videos. <laughs> or more. I, mean, I think it's more than that, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really think you guys should do the, and I know it's not different, and your argument is very sound, and I just don't care. You guys should do a snow-cooled computer. You guys should go out to the giant mountain of snow. You should sit someone on top of it for the intro. Be like, it's we're breaking records in Canada. We can shove some radiators in the snow. You should just do it. It'd be sweet. You know I've already done it, right? In a video? On NCIX Tech Tips. I mean, I'm I'm basically a walking, breathing Simpsons <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah. You name just it. Do it again. You name it. I've do pretty it much do it better. done it. I mean, even when we try to like do it better. Okay, so here's here's a classic example <laughs> of do the same thing but do it better. Okay, check this out. Triple projector, uh, triple projector, Linus something. Okay, so ten years ago, I did this on Linus Tech Tips. We had we had GTX 590. Oh, this was actually sick. Triple 3D vision projectors. Yeah, we actually awesome. did a whole event. People could come in yeah. and they could try the setup. Yeah. And what was crazy about it was it was only about two megapixels because they were 720p. But because um, you, you would sit so far back from it, it was actually, and because it was more about the, the 3D depth, it didn't look that bad. It, yeah. was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, so it was like a super ultra surround wide vision, uh, you know, 3D vision, stereoscopic gaming setup. So I go and I try to kind of recreate that magic. 12K, we do, we do it bigger and better than ever. This is, this is like many times the resolution. We put it on the side of a building, okay? We're gaming on the side of a building, Luke. No one cared about that. <laughs> it was like... Is it a title problem? Ah, uh, could be. It's also a format problem. We ended up, so we talk about the original one here a little bit. We also kind of, we dork around for too much talking about quadros and stitching together the image. Uh, this is something that we, this is a mistake we wouldn't make today. We would yeah, jump gotta, right into you the, put the juice at the beginning. Yeah, it's got to go right there. Yeah. But I always had this kind of, um, I've always had this kind of storytelling snobbery about me where I like to, I like to assume I have a captive audience. I like to assume that the viewer that starts the video is going to finish the video and that I can kind of 
tease them along the way and be like, and we're going to get to that later, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to save the best parts for last kind of thing. And what, I, what I've realized, you know, talking to super smart people like, uh, like Jimmy, Mr. Beast, um, some of the other folks in this Discord that I'm in, um, is you just gotta, you just gotta leave that, ad check that attitude at the door. You can't do it. That's just not the way that modern content works. You gotta get right into it. So our current video Bible um, stipulates that unless you are addressing the title and thumbnail within the first 10 to 20 seconds of the video, you do not have a video and you need to go back and you need to retool your intro so that you are addressing the title and thumbnail it's, within 10 seconds. It's so interesting to me because I, I, I feel like I must watch YouTube so differently to such a monstrous part of the audience because I almost never watch YouTube as my main activity. Yeah. I'm almost all, if I'm watching YouTube, I'm probably doing something else and it's probably half background noise, half video that I'm actually watching. Right. So the amount of times I would click off in 10 seconds into a video because I'm not interested is not common because I'm probably doing something else. Um, but I don't know. Got it. I uh, got a couple more merch messages here. Uh, Mason asks, what does uh, LTT have in store for 2022? I'm a longtime viewer. Excited to see what you guys have in store. LTX 2022. We want to do LTX 2022. Honestly, Omicron is making it look less likely than we thought it was yeah. even a month ago. We were yeah. basically gearing up. I mean, I've seen Chase working on floor plans. Like, we've got, we have a title sponsor. Like, we want to do it. But if we can't do it safely, I mean, look at what happened to CES. Literally days, days from CES, you've got Intel pulling out. You've got major car brands pulling out. Everyone's pulling out. How do you plan anything in, with the world and the state that it's in? And it's not even just like, I mean, maybe you, maybe you subscribe to the theory that it's basically a, a cold and you're not worried about catching it. Sure, fine. But you, then you've got all, those regu all the regulations to deal with. Like you can't, you can't go attend a show or an event and then have to quarantine for, for two weeks. And there's places that are down to just five days now if you're fully vaxxed. But there's also parts of the world where you are still having to quarantine for multiple weeks and sometimes at your cost. Actually, I think it's often at your cost. So it's, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. As for what we have in store, I think the biggest change that you're going to see in 2022 is that, man, do we ever have some primo applications for the lab like when i came out threw down the gauntlet and was like think i can't afford you try me we got some people trying me some people tried we you. got some yeah. literal freaking like chip scientists and freaking like like rocket scientists and stuff applying and to be clear i'm super into it uh we've got some like old school traditional written tech media guys that made their way over to the manufacturing side and want out because I know they do. I bet most of them do. But it's just, there was, there was no money in written. And if you didn't figure out how to transition to video, it was really challenging. I think probably one of the smartest guys in the industry is Steve from Gamers Nexus because there is almost, there is no one else, there is nobody else who manages to do both written and video content the way that he does. Yeah. No one. Yeah. We have not managed to make any inroads into written, though that is something that we will be targeting. And no one from the written side managed to really hit it big in video. No one. 
Um, so yeah, Matt, just like massive, massive, massive respect for, for what he's done. So the lab is really going to drive a ton of the content in 2022. If all goes according to plan, it's going to take a long time to set up, but we are definitely making progress on that already. Um, Zachary in a merch message asks, have you considered doing a video where you guys see what happens when you order PCs and other tech as LMG versus as a random person? You talked in the past about what you guys think companies would do if they got an order from Linus. That's actually not a terrible idea. Yeah. As, you know what? I, hmm. I'm kind of afraid to tip my hand here, but I'm I'm going to... Don't say it. I think I get it. Don't say it. That's cool. Oh, I think it's not what you're thinking. Okay. Because I haven't really I haven't really hinted at it yet. Okay. Um, but I'm planning a video. You can expect this in 2022 as well. I'm planning a video where we are going to secret shop our sponsors. And if they fail this like rubric that we're going Just to create, cut them off. we are going to yeet them in public. <laughs> so some of, the, some of the metrics are going to be things that we've dropped sponsors for in the past, things like it being difficult to cancel the service or um, like whatever else. Like we're basically going to create this, uh, this, this sponsor standard sheet. And if they don't manage to, if they don't manage to meet it, then we're just going to be like, Okay, and so uh, this might be a multi a multi video series because we can't we have so many sponsors now again with the humble brags, but we have so many sponsors we couldn't like feasibly test all of them in a single video. So I think we're gonna do we're gonna do probably like three to five per video. We're gonna secret shop them. We're gonna use the services. Uh, maybe get uh, get a review of Manscapes products, you know, included in it. But it's basically gonna be like, okay, look, this is it. This is trial by fire. You either hold up to our standards for what the customer experience should be or you're gone if they and the, like the kind of cool part i i what was that series we had back in the day um kick farted no <laughs> no i know no. it was the manufacturer based one uh where we would like challenge their claim oh oh shit manufacturers say yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. was a cool series because if if it turned out that we were wrong that's a huge advertisement for them yeah for sure and like in this situation if they do a good job that's that's really good for them. You're basically making a video advertising for them without exactly. them paying you. Exactly. Which is huge for them. But then if they screw up. They're on blast. It's horrible. Yeah, that's great. I love that kind of stuff. 100%. So that's something I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for. Um, especially because we've had some sponsors that we've worked with that we've seen some, some bad reports. But then we've also seen a lot of good reports. So it's just gonna, it's just going to come down to what our experience is. And I think that it could be one of those things where we don't have to drop them forever, but we could drop them for some period of time as long as they commit to cleaning up their act. And then mm -hmm. as long as they pass a second test, then, then we're good. And we've, we've gotten reasonably good at managing to hide our true identity when engaging with sponsors as part of Secret Shopper. Nobody knew that they were dealing with us for Secret Shopper. Nobody. Um, so I think that I think that we could pull it off. Uh, we should probably do our speaking of sponsors. We should pro probably talk about our sponsors for the show. The show is brought to you by. Thank you to DigitalOcean for sponsoring today's WAN show. DigitalOcean's new app platform service helps you build modern cloud-native apps easily while keeping costs low. With app platform's intuitive interface, you can rapidly build, deploy, and scale static websites and apps with ease. Simply point App Platform to your GitHub or GitLab repository and let it manage the infrastructure, application runtimes, and other dependencies. 
DigitalOcean runs app platform on their own infrastructure, so it keeps their costs significantly lower than other products. Plus, it's built on their Kubernetes, providing a smoother migration path, so you can take more control of your infrastructure setup too. Even if you're not using popular languages like Node.js or Python, you can deploy container images from their registry or Docker Hub, and App Platform will take care of the rest. WAN Show listeners can get started building apps with App Platform for free, and DigitalOcean will even give you a $100 credit when you sign up at do.co slash WANshow. Again, go to do.co slash WANshow to get started with your $100 free credit on DigitalOcean's new App Platform today. All right. Do we have any other topics that we wanted to hit today? Uh, someone reminded me. What's the joke? Ah, the joke. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> How do you get holy water? And I read this. I can't take credit for it. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Beat the hell out of it. What? Why? What? Because there's no hell in it anymore. Oh. His disappointment is palpable. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that one's rough. <laughs> that one's pretty rough. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, All right. You want to save some money on DDR5? Well, just <laughs> <laughs> just get the DDR4. Just beat the hell out of it. <laughs> rip, rip cooler memory slot clearance here. Just get what even what is this video? Wait, what? Okay, sorry, enough of this. Hold on, let's find a picture. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Oh my. It's the DDR5 to DDR4 memory converter. You got your your power delivery Whoa. here. Okay, because it's supposed what? to be built into the module. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh Holy. no. Oh, I love it. How much does that cost? I don't know. I'm not even sure Talk if this... save money. You got to build these custom modules for each one of these things? I'm not sure if this is going to be a real product. This is one of those things that makes no sense because it costs more. Yeah. The solution costs more than the problem. Like if you just flipped your DDR4 memory on... Well, okay, DDR5 is sort of being scalped right now. But under normal circumstances, if you just flipped your DDR4 on eBay and turned around and bought some DDR5, you're probably going to be out less than what you would spend on this over-engineered monstrosity. <laughs> Which just looks like it's going to break. But I, I think it's, I think it's, you got to admire Asus's ingenuity. Oh, yeah. The you fact know? that they got it to work is super cool. Yeah. Why worry about whether you, whether you should when you can just focus on whether you can. If you guys could get four of them for a video, <laughs> like, like see, seeing if there's any performance impacts and stuff could be like interesting. Oh, it's a very interesting video that no one will actually find. We're not going to. Let me put it this way. We're not going to do a lot of affiliate revenue based on the links under that video. <laughs> Unless we just link not the product. We just link something sensible you should actually buy. We've done that yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to test it, but I just... Uh, How many of these even uh, exist? That's, that's one of my questions. Probably one. <laughs> I would say one engineering There is board. only one in the video, eh? Yeah, it's interesting. I yeah. noticed, like, when you see it in the board, there is only one. There's just one. <laughs> it's cool, though. Yeah, whatever. Um, just don't go that path. They had to create a special BIOS that allows oh, the that's... ROG Apex to run in DDR4 mode. Then the carrier card addresses the differences in architecture. That's epic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is really, really brutal. Okay, what else we got here? 
Uh, ooh, this is fun. We got the one, the only, Mr. Shrout over on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Perks of the job was going to save this demo for CES. LOL! See you later, CES. Why not share it with everyone right now? 12th Gen Core i9-12900K with a Samsung PM1743 PCIe Gen 5 SSD. Over 13 gigabytes a second, ladies and gentlemen. What? Like, what? Hold on, that's yeah. 7 gigabytes a second. That can't be right. Where's the... Where's the... Oh, shoot. That's crazy. I mean, not that for consumer workloads this matters at all. Check, but check the second tweet. Check like, the second tweet. It's pretty cool though. Hey, hey Shrout. It always happens that Hey way. Shrout, you wanna lend us one? By or, any or chance? Two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Why don't we show both of the Gen 5 drives running at the same time? That's why I said or two, man. What? Wow, that's scaling though. Yeah. What the heck? That's crazy. Yep. This is on a consumer CPU. This shouldn't be possible. This is like a third. That's a third of what we were able to do on the stupid Badger Den. <laughs> That's insane. I love I love how the bench has a 3080 in it as well. Definitely required. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're Ryan Trout, you would just have good stuff in your bench, wouldn't you? That's probably true. I mean, guy's an actual gamer, so he's, like he's a pretty you know. cool dude. Holy shnikes. All right. Well, um, cool. Yeah, I, I definitely want one. Wait, what is this? Okay, this has got to be a meme format that I'm not familiar with. One of our yeah. new writers. I, it is. I don't remember what it is. It's like I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the combination Taco Bell and Pizza Hut or okay, something like well, that. Okay, well, this is I'm at the Gaming Mouse. I'm at the SSD. I'm at the combination Gaming Mouse and SSD. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a gaming mouse with a one terabyte SSD inside of it, uh, which you know runs over USB C because that's cool. Um, uh -huh. I actually this is actually the smartest thing ever. Yeah, I, I, I think this is cool. That's, huh? That's the direction I was going in. Was I think it's cool? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. actually genius. It's sweet because if you're on your gaming library yeah. in the palm of your hand. Yeah, it's sweet. If you don't mind running a wired mouse then basically your laptop so I, I ran into this recently so um my my daily driver is my framework but what i used for travel more recently i mean i guess i'm not traveling anymore anywhere but uh what i like to use for travel is the asus rog flow x13 because it's way more gaming capable it's got like a 1650 whatever it is integrated how much do you game on the road and I, oh man i i probably put like 30 hours into anno on the trip to tel aviv oh right like, that makes sense yeah i played a freaking ton of anno yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. anyway um I switched over to the ROG Flow X13 because it's gaming capable without even the external GPU. And I have the external GPU. So I got like freaking RTX 3080 on my external dock. I got my Ryzen 5900 HX or whatever it is, my eight core and the thing. Like I have, I've got desktop grade gaming That's performance on the go. It's, yeah. it's awesome. That's cool. It's awesome. But what sucks is the Flow X13 only accepts a 40 millimeter or 30 millimeter, whatever the shortest one is. Uh, SSD. So while I would love to put a decent sized game library in the thing on like, you know, one of those eight terabyte Sabrent drives or something like that, I actually can't install it. And I, I, I tried. I tried to get like a ribbon 
and like kind of jam it somewhere else or something. I mean, they packed that thing so tight. So this would completely solve my problem. I just put like a big fat game library in it. You plug in your mouse and you're ready to go. This is the actually not stupidest thing ever. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Good job, Adata. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Especially like if you if you like, yeah, I don't know. I just like it. If you go to 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 like a buddy's house or a land, yeah, or, or if you game at school, hundred percent. Why not? Yeah. yeah. If someone and if someone needs a file off your thing, like sure, whatever. You just plug in your mouse, yeah. and then you like got your mouse, and you're like, yeah. hey, okay, copy it. Okay, yeah, see you later. Yeah. It's a mouse USB drive. I think it's sweet. I love it. That's a combination that I can get behind. Yeah, dog. All right. In other news, goodbye note, hello, Galaxy S22 Ultra. Looks like there's been some pretty big leaks, and it's got a pen, so we won't need notes anymore. Nice. It's got some big camera bumpage. All right, cool. I have a question for you, and this is actually the discussion question as well, but I had the same thought, so whoever wrote the discussion question, we are of one mind. Um, but in today's day and age, would you just rather a fold? <sighs> Okay. Is the price gap the thing here? Uh, the price gap's cheaper. a big thing. I'm assuming it's significant. The Fold cheaper. has problems that this won't. So I have a 4,000 milliamp hour battery in here. The S22 Ultra is supposed to have a 5,000 5, yeah. milliamp hour battery that is powering a smaller screen. It is going to have notably better battery life. Also, uh, in terms of performance, I would expect to get better out of the S22 Ultra. That upcoming Exynos with RDNA 2 graphics is looking okay, pretty but say, interesting. Say there's, say there's a new Fold, though, because it's been sure, out for a bit. Sure, yeah, so full Z Fold 4 or whatever. Sure. Um, I do miss my pen. I miss my pen sometimes. I was, I was trying to – what was I trying to do recently? I was taking pictures. I took pictures of a room at the new place, and what I wanted to do, what I, would, what I used to do on my note is I would take a picture of the room – and then I would grab the pen and I would draw all the dimensions on it. Yeah, sure. And it's one of those little things that like once a freaking year, I might do something like that. doesn't come up that often. But boy, when I want to do that, is it ever nice to have the pen? Um, and so, so yeah, I, I do miss, I miss the notes sometimes. And I talked about this in my video on the Oppo, um, the Oppo Find N. I probably, 80 plus percent of my time, I'm using the front display on this thing. So I was, I was using my note, my old Note 9, which I still have kicking around to uh, put on some music for the, the girls to listen to while they were trying to fall asleep. Uh, they have their little Bluetooth speakers they put in their bed and they'll listen to music or whatever. And I was, I was holding it and I was like, oh, feels like, you know, it feels like having an old familiar friend in your hand, you know? <laughs> It's like, hi, friend. How you doing? You know, just chilling in my hand. Just chilling in my hand like yeah. this. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's good to it's good to see. It's good to feel you. You know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I might I might go back to a candy bar, but for now, <laughs> oh, for man. now, I'm folding. I'm a folding boy. Would you get a giant phone? How big is this thing? Six point eight inches. I don't know. Because honestly, even even this thing, I. I miss like the remember when Sony would do those like pretty small phones. The Xperia Compact, yeah, yeah. They still have some really nice stuff that's actually quite handleable. What is a Sony phone? I know, I know. The camera's pretty decent. Okay. 
they still don't let you switch your uh, your multitasking and back button though. Honestly, that's one of the biggest deal breakers for me. It's just it's so arbitrary. Just allow me to do it. It's like it's like Apple level arbitrary. It's like oh, you want to rearrange your icons where you want to? Well, no. Well then, no, and I just won't buy it. That was easy. I hate I, just, I hate that I can't individually control uh, like notification volumes like. My, and this is this has bugged me for a long time. Is I in terms of sound and vibration, I have media volume, call volume, ring and notification volume. Wire those together. Stop, and then alarm volume. Yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. For me, a notification is not urgent. No, and a phone call is urgent because yes. everyone who has my phone number knows that if it's urgent, you call, and if it's not urgent, you do not call. Yeah, because like, I'm probably people, on set. Like, yeah, like people don't if for, exactly. Except my uncle. <laughs> he can't wrap his head around that. He just calls me whenever. I think a lot of people operate that way too. Yeah. So like it's it's I don't really get that many phone calls, but I don't want to miss a phone call. Yes. But then there's so many situations where like you miss phone calls. I don't want <laughs> I don't want notifications to be just constantly going off. So I'm going to turn it down and then like I'll turn it down for WAN show and then forget for like a couple days yep. that I like muted it. And then I'll miss a call that was actually pretty important. A call, you say? <laughs> I'll miss a few calls. <laughs> a lot of calls. Um, and then it's just like... You need a uh, landline. Yeah, I do. That's actually the answer. I've been thinking about Either that or I need the GF's number so that I can reach you. <laughs> you don't have it? I'm actually surprised. I actually, Yeah, I don't. I've, I've been meaning to ask you for it forever. Oh, Every yeah. time I can't reach you, I'm like... Bloody hell, I need to get a Planty Times number. Yeah, that would probably be. And then I just, I get in touch with you. And usually I'm trying to get in touch with you because it's either something fun or something urgent. Yeah. So I get distracted by the fun or urgent thing. (laughs) And then I completely forget to get her number. I'm like, ah, stop. (laughs) Until the next time, like, I have absolutely no way to reach this man. (laughs) Oh my God. LTT store product. A smart, just like light. That just flashes. I would be so into that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so you just like, you just. If you could customize it so that there was different, like, it, it would have to be hierarchical, right? Yeah. So like if, if you get like a, a, a notification for something that you're not very worried about, but you have no other notifications, okay, it shows a, a certain light. Yeah. But then if you get like a medium one, then, then it would show that light. Like it doesn't worry about the low the low importance one anymore. Yeah, I'd be super into that. Yeah, because nobody has landlines anymore. So just something that like flashes yeah. when your phone is ringing or something like that would be amazing. People are like, it's basically a pager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But like but- an internet connected pager. Like it's, because I wouldn't want to actually have a separate SIM for it. Like I wouldn't want it to have a phone service. I would just want there to be a companion app that basically just monitors for incoming notifications and then pushes to this this thing so that I can, and if you just throw Bluetooth on it so that it also acts as a Bluetooth speaker, like that was a thing for a bit where people would get mm. like Bluetooth, like the old cordless phone handset so yeah. that their cell phone would just sit somewhere. And then when they get a call at home, they would just kind of have a normal phone. That would be awesome. Cause like, I don't like using my phone usually. To be completely honest, I don't like doing a lot of stuff on my phone. So I would rather do it on my desktop. But when my phone... Notifications in modern day, and we've talked about this on Wancho a lot. Notifications just suck. 
they they all just suck they kind do of across suck. the board and even if i'm not using my phone i'm pretty convinced a lot of the times the reason why i don't get certain notifications is because they they're being picked up by my phone mm-hmm. so my desktop isn't necessarily flashing or vice versa and just having one universal thing that just goes no matter what would be great i've got a lot of people saying like hey it's a smartwatch or it's an echo or it's this no. or it's that it's like no 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 it's simple yes it, it doesn't do all that other stuff that's yeah. like kind of the point of it yeah Oh, man, I kind of like it. I'm like, I'm just going to plug it into a wall. Like, I don't want to... Exactly. I don't want to worry about batteries. I don't want to worry about charging it. I just want it to work. Yep. And it just it just tells me when I'm being summoned. Yeah. Um, we should do a few more merch messages I, I need, here. Yes. Uh, we've talked about this before, too. The, like, woof from the office. Like, I, I really want there to be a nuclear option for contacting me. That would be awesome. And if I could hand it to like my parents and you and my girlfriend exactly. and whatever. And like it's like yeah. it's like ten or less people that have it. Yeah. But like my whole every single device I have is gonna freak out and like like almost overpoweringly not allow me to do anything until I answer this thing. That would be a really cool option. Yeah. I'd want one. Yeah. I would totally want one of yeah. those. That'd be sweet. Anyways. Okay. All right. Uh Joshua says, uh, happy New Year's. How's Lucky doing? Lucky's doing good. Lucky's in the warehouse. Are we going to talk about color e-ink, or is that too niche? Honestly, it's niche until a mainstream device gets it. Like, that's what I'm really you know, waiting for. Like, when Amazon finally does a color your Kindle or something like that, and you can, like, really enjoy manga or full-color comic strips and stuff like that, uh, that's when I think it's going to really take off. But right now, the quality is not great the last time I looked into it, and the cost is still high, and there's nothing really mainstream, so... Uh, Christian says, when is Anthony getting his Linux channel? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if a Linux channel is um, a priority for 2022. It's a matter of time before we do something more Linux or, or FOSS focused, but I don't think 2022 is the year. Uh, Thomas B says, there should be a way to pay for a merch message without buying something. I don't need more LTT gear. Maybe a way to donate to charity and get the message so we get something. Well, okay, the point is that you just shouldn't send one if you don't need anything. Thomas picked up a banana for scale. Thanks anyways, Thomas. Um, okay. Uh, Paras <laughs> says, is this how you do merch messages? Yes. Paras also said other stuff. If so, are you hiring engineers? I'd love to be part of making epic products um, made like the old school, good quality kind. I had a really great conversation with one of uh, one of our guys uh, just about like how cool it is to be given the time to research like magnets, like how much time he's had to spend on researching magnets. He's like, yeah, we are going to have for this upcoming product that I'm really excited about, we are going to have a, a pretty good price advantage because instead of just brute forcing the neodymium content instead of just like adding more in order to get the attraction force we want we've spent like weeks simulating and then doing real world measurements to validate our simulations and like finding the exact optimal like uh, ratio of neodymium mass to pull strength at the exact pull distance we want like there's all these there's all, there's all this complexity to it he's like yeah it's really cool to just like have time to do things properly <laughs> that's cool yeah that's no, good yeah there's also like the amount of planned obsolescence that's built into a lot of companies i hate that it's stupid um so, paras uh yeah. we always have our job listings up on linusmediagroup.com a squarespace site by the way hey thanks again squarespace hey. for sponsoring the show matthew s says any thoughts on web 3.0 i'm gonna confess i have no idea what web 3.0 is and frankly i don't care 
Web 2.0 was a, a complete nothing burger, and Web 3.0 will probably be a nothing burger. It's just it's branding. It's marketing. It's not. There is no clear transition between Web 1.0 and 2.0 and 3.0. It's all it's all evolving over time. No, I I disagree. I disagree. I will not refer to it as Web 3.0. Also needs to shed its reliance on non-Web 3.0 things. That's like a huge problem. But yep. Yeah. Uh, Wayne M. Been buying from you since the NCIX days. Glad I can empty my piggy bank of Canabucks and help support one of our own. I do wish you had a Canadian site. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's fair. We will do it at some point, but it's like it adds a lot of complexity in terms of accounting and stuff because all of our costs are in US dollars. So, yeah. 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 Just doing everything in USD has been helpful. Do you know what NCIX's solution was to that? Because the exchange rate fluctuates by so much sometimes is we would just adjust our pricing like daily like we come in in the morning and adjust all the pricing on the site that's why the pricing was always oddball that's why a motherboard would be like 97 dollars and 23 cents because it was just converted from <laughs> usd like oh my so if we're just going to convert from usd anyway we might as well just show a consistent price on the site was <laughs> my philosophy yeah uh, William, I am 36 years old. Am I too old to go to LTT? LTX is, I think, what he LTX. Means. Never been to a con before. Absolutely not. You're my age, man. Come on, William G. I'll see you there. And yeah, I, my my dad, not for the last few because, you know, uh, but my dad has been bringing myself and my brother and a bunch of my friends to PAX for many years now, and he's been having a lot of fun the whole time. So yeah, I don't think so. Not at all. Uh, Joshua says, video idea, editing an Alder Lake build guide on an Alder Lake PC on an Alderwood boat in Alder Lake. <laughs> good thought. Good thought. That's, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, that's why, that's why we have these conversations. <laughs> yep. Um, also, I ruined my PCIe cable. So could I use an EPS 8-pin connector for my 3070? Would it work? You could jam it in there but I wouldn't recommend it. The yeah. pinout is actually different. Yeah. So EPS 8-pin is four 12 volts and then four grounds. And uh, PCIe 8-pin is actually three 12 volts and five grounds. So no, you cannot do that. Please do not do that. You will probably brick your graphics card, and we all know those are pretty precious these days. Yeah. Adam says, Happy New Year to all of you and your loved ones. Also, Linus, fellow motorcyclist here, do you have plans for LTT riding gear? Seeing your quality standards, I would probably love it. Technical That's garments a, like that yeah. are so difficult. It's a big undertaking. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'd say a riding jacket would be a bigger project than the backpack, and the backpack's going to take like a year. Just liability and involved in so that And it's so niche. I don't think so, because you can get like stuff certified and stuff. But that's a whole process. Like if we wanted to certify like your, our back armor and stuff like that, I think there's a whole thing. But then there's going to be different certification bodies in different regions. I mean, there's a reason that stuff costs so much because it's really niche. It's super low volume and it's a ton of work. Yeah. So I, I would honestly prefer to just leave that to the specialists. Uh, Cameron, in the middle of a house remodel, would you recommend standard surrounds or in-ceiling speakers for the rear speakers? Well, if they're your rears, then I would not recommend putting them into the ceiling. I would recommend putting your overheads in the ceiling. How I So I was actually interested in this too. Mm -hmm. Not for myself, but for my dad, actually. Um, how difficult, do you, and he would probably know, but I haven't asked him. Uh, I'm hoping he's not watching right now. Um, but how difficult would it be to add in-ceiling speakers to like you know a house that isn't currently having exposed ceiling 
Uh, depends. So, like, in my living room, for example, um, you know how there's that peak at the front of the house mm-hmm. um, where part of it Wait. is, like, the server room? <laughs> Which house? Uh, the, the current one that I actually okay. live at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so my living room. The entire front two-thirds of it or so and the entire thing along the right is actually okay. has an attic crawl space above it. So when I put oh. in my VR, uh, my VR base stations, and I did, I had Brian the electrician put an outlet in the crawl space, and then I just wired them all up to that outlet. When I did that, it was relatively little work. The only one that was a bit of a hassle is when you're facing the front bay window, the one at the back left, and that's because that one I had to, I had to get into the wall space by going through one of the. Um, I forget what it's what it's called, but it's basically like the, uh, oh man, whatever. It's like above a wall. Please help me. Please help me. So it's the piece of wood that's above at at the top of 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 a wall when you frame it. Yeah. So I had to go down into that to get into the wall space, and then I had to like kind of fish it over or something like it was a, that one was a bit tricky. But if it's something that everything is completely closed up, it can be anywhere from really easy. Like say it was an interior wall and they cheaped out on the house and there's no insulation in there. You might be able to fish something up the wall, poke a small hole, fish it over, sure. patch a little hole and, and you know get it. Or if it's full of insulation and the ceiling joists are running this way, you might just it might be completely impossible the good news is those like legrand things with the adhesive strip and the little thing they they look not that bad but um i mean since in the new place we had all the walls open anyway yeah we obviously went that route yeah but if i was retrofitting a house honestly i would just run those i would just run those things along a baseboard and then just cable tie cable manage them really nicely up and I, i call it a day yeah Um, nice Yogi Bavax. Don't worry, it's coming. Don't worry, it's coming. Ah, <laughs> Fred W says, bring back 12 a.m. green in the new bottle design. We do want to do more colors. We've got lots of new colors coming. Stay tuned. Burn to Otis. New year, new gear. You guys going to do a fractal torrent water cooling build? Case is sick AF like the new Lian Lee Evo. I hadn't planned to, but uh, it sounds, sounds kind of good, actually. Uh, Matthew. I'm a big boy that wears a 4XL normally. Big I have boy. 10 plus LT t-shirts and it all hugs me tight. I badly want a swag that fits. Is there any way you guys could source shirts for us big boys? It's coming, okay? So we've got our custom blank shirts sitting in the dock. When we get them, when we deploy them, confirm that they're not going to fall apart in the field. We're pretty confident, don't worry. Uh, but once we confirm for realsies, we are going to start working on our lanky boy fits. We're going to start working on our chonky boy fits. Uh, we're going to start working on uh, like fitted tees for women and all that kind of stuff. Give us a little bit more time. I, I ask for your, I'm once again asking for your patience here. <laughs> um, Ralph Z, would it be possible to add a belt slash waist strap to the backpack at this point? It would be possible, but we're not going to do it because it's not a hiking bag. It's yeah. an everyday carry bag. I personally wouldn't want them on that backpack. Yep. But I love them on my hiking bag. Ryan P. Hi, Linus and Luke. I sold my Pixel 6 Pro because it charged so slow, but I loved the software. Should I get a 5A or wait for the Samsung S22? I mean, 
it's hard for me to recommend a Pixel these days. There's people that have them and absolutely love them, but we have a handful of people at the office that just have nothing but problems with them. I have an insane amount of problems with my phone. Yeah, so it's, I just, it's tough. I don't know what to tell you. The, the problem with my phone uh, is the phone. That is by far the biggest problem. Okay. And, and like, I know that might be... The problem with my computer is my computer. It's but just, it's, it's a bad computer. So It's just like the, the, the actual, like someone will call me and my phone I mean, will I just love like, my car. <laughs> it's just that the problem with it is the is car. Is the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone will call me and, and my phone will just like lock up. Like I, right. I, I have a very hard time actually getting to the call itself. If I have to like input numbers yeah. because I'm going through a system or whatever, it, I have tons of issues with that. I, I've like, I don't know. It's just, it's rough. Speaking of phone issues, you know who sucks now? OnePlus. Man, yeah. both my wife and son are on OnePlus devices. They absolutely hate them. Uh, my son's has been plagued by this well-documented issue where um, data just doesn't work on TELUS. <laughs> you cannot override the, uh, oh, what's it called again? Uh, APN. You can't uh, override the APN information. Tr trust me, wait, guys. What? Trust me. I know how easy it is supposed to be. Just trust me. The particular device he's on, though, you cannot manually enter the APN information unless you get this other app that's like Shortcut Creator Pro, okay. and then you use that to force it to allow you into the editing screen because otherwise the UI will not let you access it. And then you have to enter it in like a weird way that's not normal. And TELUS is aware of it. OnePlus has been aware of it for months, for months, and they haven't fixed it. And so there's just people whose data is completely bricked. That's that's one of the frustrating things about my phone too. It's been validating but frustrating. It's a huge one of the problems that I look up that I have with it. Yeah. I have lots of problems with it. I find massive threads of other people having the same problem. I'm just like, well, okay. And it's not it's not it doesn't seem to be everyone. Yeah. But it's a lot of people. And then Yvonne just has the stupidest issues with her phone. Like it takes like a solid three or four seconds for her caller ID to work. So she'll just like who's calling i don't know yeah it's, it's, and it's like you look at it and you go okay how how large is the database for this how, how long does this lookup take g are you are you on a, are you on a mechanical hard drive in there <laughs> i just don't get it anyway so yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what to recommend to you um i've been overall mostly happy with samsung devices I don't know, just get an iPhone. Uh, Mahir <laughs> says, I remember a video of yours from years ago where you said you could see AMD's future being bright enough that you'd buy the stock if you weren't an influencer. I did say that, and I think that worked out pretty well for anyone who bought AMD yeah. at that time. Yeah. Similarly, how do you see Intel's medium to long-term future? You're a good creator, much love. So in this case, I my crystal no ball... Investment. Advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a professional. Um, I, I do not hold positions in either AMD or Intel because um, I apparently break my rules for framework. Okay, with framework, I really just believe in the mission. That's for realsies. Yeah, it's fair. But I don't own any Intel. I don't own any AMD. No Microsoft, no Google, not, nothing like that. Um, so with AMD, the vision was extremely clear. Intel had nothing nothing on their roadmap for years and i knew it and everyone knew it like it wasn't like insider information just intel had nothing their roadmaps were out there and amd had everything on their roadmap and no one cares about consumer 
but AMD had killer stuff on their roadmap that was going to absolutely just annihilate what Intel had coming, which was nothing in the enterprise <laughs> space. And so it was, it was just, it was so utterly crystal clear to me that anyone who wasn't a big nerd keeping track of what Dr. Sue was doing over there was probably not onto this yet. So it probably wasn't priced into the stock. And normies were going to see win after win after win after win. They were going to go, this company's on fire. Not realizing that they were basically competing in a one-horse race because Intel yeah. was just sitting on their butts. Um, and so it was just, it was so clear to me. I was like, this is going to double, triple, quadruple. If I, if I, if it wasn't an enormous conflict of interest for me, I would just, I would just go for it because sometimes stocks go up based on the company's actual performance, but that's where we run into trouble because sometimes stocks go up and down based on things that have absolutely nothing yeah. to do with the company's performance. I mean, Memes, let's go. Yeah, I mean, or you can have a you can have a factory flood, you know, uh, yeah. uh, harming production, and all of a sudden the stock goes way up because your business gets way more profitable. Like what happened to the hard drive guys back in the uh, in the early 2010s, I guess it would have been back yeah. when the Thailand floods happened. So it's it's complicated, right? I think Intel has an outstanding future. I see the kind of investment. I see the leadership they have now. Pat Gelsinger, it's just t total game changer for them. I see the kind of openness that they have around communication now. Like they, they talk. They've got some swagger. It's, it's great. I love the new Intel attitude. Um, I love the investments that I'm seeing. We've got, a, we've got a silicon shortage, right? There's money to be made. And Intel is spending hand over fist on new fab capacity that is, I mean, it's going to drive the world, right? Um, you, you can't go wrong. You can't, you cannot make enough wafers. So then the solution is more fabs, more fabs, more fabs, because you're basically just a money printing machine at that point. And they know how to build a fab. They've got plenty of experience. Uh, I really like the concept where Intel is going to be manufacturing for third parties. I think they have an opportunity to be everything that Intel is, plus everything that TSMC is rolled into one. I see just an incredible future for Intel. But unlike AMD, I do not see that Intel has no competition, right? So if you think about it like a, like a sprint, right? Like Intel's going, they're freaking going. But they've got, you know, guys like shoulder to shoulder with them yeah. also going. Yeah, because the yeah because the previous AMD race, like Linus was saying, there there was effectively no Intel there, so now mm -hmm. there now there's running partners. And that's the thing is like because stocks don't necessarily have to do with profitability. Like regardless of whatever else happens, Intel's going to be making like shed loads of money, but that doesn't always drive a stock up, right? <laughs> so so it's it's people more, might not like the stock. Yeah, people just want to see those those maybe big, they just like a different stock. They want to see those big W's, right? Yeah. And they they want the you want the news cycle in order to to drive the stock price up to get normies interested in it. So I you know what? I, I I'm not a professional. This is not advice. I would probably be buying Intel today if I if I you know, was going to invest in Intel, but I would not be doing it with the same kind of confidence that I would have done for AMD at Computex 2018 or 2019 or whatever it was when I made that video. Right. Uh, because when I made that video, I was like very sure. I would have I would have comfortably put my entire net worth in AMD at that point if I had thought that that was an ethical thing to do. And I would have made 
a lot of money. But Tons. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just like, I, you know, I knew. Like, there's I, so many of those, though. But then there's also the wins, right? There's things that you that you do invest in that that work out. So you just got to kind of move on. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Way. And it's not that I it's not that I didn't do it, and and like I I like regret it because I I didn't have the balls. It's like I didn't do it because it was not the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey J. Where is the eighty thousand dollar ten K Lumen Sony projector? Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, I, I yeah we wanted to do a video about that. Oh wait, oh my new theater room. Oh well, no, I I don't need that for my theater room. <laughs> I we did want to do a video about that though. Um, apparently, according to Rob H from AV Rant, um, JVC has really good HDR tone mapping. So I'm looking into their products as opposed to Sony's products. Cool. Where are the separate amps? I'm disappointed. Love the channel. Been watching for ten years. Okay, my theater room is supposed to be high end reasonable. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. Jonathan G, when are the stealth desk pads dropping? Uh, no time soon, but they will come. They will come. Uh, Dominic, thanks for the great customer service. Hey, no, no freaking problem. Uh, Jonathan G, see you later. Uh, Alexander, looking to buy some hardware to run a local server at my house. Uh, probably just storage and Plex. Any recommendations or should I just get something off Craigslist? We did a video recently where Anthony showed you how you can turn your old computer into a server. It's not particularly energy efficient, so that's a concern. But given how difficult it is to get your hands on brand new hardware that's affordable, yeah. might be might be not a bad way to go. Yeah, Quality, like I would take a quality older power supply over a new crappy one for sure. So I'd, I'm always I'm always all about that secondhand market. Uh, Taylor Case asks, what's the difference between the LTT chiller and the new chiller from this month? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Okay, so the original LTT chiller was chilling liquid. So you were chilling a reservoir of water cooling fluid, which was car antifreeze because, uh, or so I shouldn't say antifreeze, uh, windshield wiper fluid. So it's windshield wiper fluid because antifreeze gets kind of jelly and um, what's the opposite of viscous? So low viscosity, it gets, it gets low viscosity. Uh, and it's really difficult to pump because uh, I think it's the glycol that causes problems. Right. So you use windshield wiper fluid. It's good down to about minus 20 degrees Celsius or something like that. And then you use a normal pump as long as it uh, can handle the, the alcohol content in the windshield wiper fluid. So we've got like these little giant pumps that are like aquarium pumps. And it would go around to just like a, a water block and you'd have to insulate the lines because they're chilled liquid so it basically it's a water cooling loop but instead of the radiator you've got the evaporator side of an air conditioner submersed in the reservoir the new one is a phase change like direct to cpu cooler so instead of the evap being submerged in liquid that gets pumped around to the cpu the evap is directly bolted onto the cpu so that's the that's the difference more efficient heat transfer Peter H., could you do a video on the state of current home lab, home server, self-hosting software? Example, Plex, own cloud home assistant. Yeah, de-Googleify Your Life has been a video in our doc for like uh, ever. We just haven't gotten around to it. So yes, we do need to do that. It's just a lot of work. Alex C., in a recent video, you mentioned that 3200 mega transfer per second CL16 RAM was budget at best or bargain bin at worst. Do you recommend a higher tier of 3200? Ah, uh, 3200 CL16. Did I say that was budget at best, bargain bin at worst? It's it's pretty solid. Um, so yeah, no, just just go with that. That's that's fine. Save a buck. I mean, obviously, like 3200 CL14 would be better. Yeah, I think actually 3200 CL16 has gotten pretty cheap, hasn't it? It's still good. It's still good. It's fine. You'll be fine. 
Uh, Dominic says, can we get an Anthony video around Rancher, Docker, and other fun? Didn't know that was possible videos. Um, there has to be a point. There has to be a reason to talk about Docker. You're not just going to do a video like about Docker. I think we did a tech quickie about Docker, actually. Uh, it has to be, it ha there has to be a project that makes it make sense to talk about Docker. And we have talked about Docker. Happy New Year, Luke. And the guy who told me to put pennies in wall sockets. That's like oh, half the I reason I yeah, included All right, that thank you there. for that. No problem. Uh, Link8 <laughs> says, I found my underwear receipt. Don't really feel it was $50 worth, but COVID shirt is great. Who was the probationary writer on the weird keyboard touchpad with swappable mats? Uh, that writer's name was Jesse. Um, I found my underwear receipt. What are you talking I about? I don't know. Okay. I, I, There's some weird curated merch messages in here, well, Luke. Well, I wanted the... He had a, I try to keep the questions in, but right. he had a... The second part of that was essentially why I was including that in there. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And finally, Andrew B. Hey, Linus and Luke. Loving everything I've gotten so far from LTC Store. Got a mystery shirt, uh, display t-shirt, case t-shirt. I'm thinking about ordering a WAN hoodie and was wondering if you could show what the inside of the sleeves look like. Oh, yeah, sure. We do need more pictures, I know. And we need some, like, close-ups. We had some people complain about the French Terry. They're like, this is so rough. I, I can't stand it on my skin. But some people have, like, kind of a sensory sensitivity to this. Oh. See, for me, those people might be expecting, like, a fleecy interior. I have a super like hypersensitivity to fleece that makes me feel really uncomfortable. So that's why we use this. And I understand that you don't like it, but it is not actually a rough material for most people. And most people wouldn't notice it, but you might have a sensitivity to it. So we need to make sure that we have better like macro photography of the, of the inside. Uh, so here's what the inside of the left sleeve looks like. You've got your, your thumb hole thing. Um, the sleeve construction is kind of bulky. It's, it takes a little while of, of breaking it in to be able to like roll it up. And even then it doesn't come up all the way. It's just part of having that, uh, that's sort of thumb hole thing on it. Uh, what else is on here? So you've got your interior pocket. It's like a super complex garment to make actually. Uh, so there's all the, the seams on the inside. I'm not sure how well you can see that, but good old wan hoodie. I'm one of the the group that is very on board with the the kind of like terry cloth style yep. interior and anything that's almost like too soft I find kind of almost irritating. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I also find it not as breathable. Um, yeah. Whereas these, I I manage to wear them even when it's not super cold. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's pretty much it. Thank yeah. you so much, guys, for tuning in to The WAN Show. Really appreciate you all. Happy New Year. It might even be the new year already where you're watching from. So, uh, you know, ringing it in. Uh, you're going to stay up till midnight? Do you want a game? I don't know if I can game tonight, but okay. maybe. I mean, that probably makes sense. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I just stopped caring about New Year's like a long time ago. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's kind of just another day. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do the pots and pans thing? Maybe when the kids are a little bit can stand from the Oh crap, I never oh, right, I knew something I was supposed to watch it. Oh the screwdriver! Yeah, yeah, I didn't uh okay. Yeah, so Project Best Birthdays and Build Redux and Rig Okay, uh, okay, we're back. So uh this is from the new ratchet uh manufacturer so this is a bad one 
you can see it has a lot of play here. Oh, wow, you yeah. can feel it actually. You can feel the, the horizontal play. Yeah. A little bit of vertical play is normal. Yeah. So like if you pop it out, yeah. like that's yeah. just super normal. So this is from the ratchet manufacturer that we want to use, we think. Oh yeah. It's, so it's pretty better. solid. You can kind of you can ratchet it too. It's a very like reasonable, understandable amount of movement. Yeah. This one Yeah, no, that was not a good thing. Doesn't seem as good. It's got a good sound. So yes, yeah, screwdriver, screwdriver is progress. It's gonna take time, but this is this is pretty close to what should be final. I really like. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but how how it's not screwed on. It's just, it's just like very nicely, I guess, friction held. I'm not it's magnetic. Magnetic. Ah. Yeah, that's why it feels so good. Yeah, yeah, feels great. I hate anytime I need a bit. Okay, I gotta unscrew this thing. No, it's and then tedious. I'm gonna lose the cap somewhere. And then I gotta try to get that back on. It's just yeah. yeah. Mega Pro has a great mechanism that. Uh, that we we love we just didn't like their handle design yeah okay okay bye guys bye